0: He said that you know, Saren. If if we went deer hunting, then uh, I would get the most deers when we went when we were going deer hunting. But you would get them. You would shoot them right in the heart, and I would probably hit them in the neck or in the stomach. But I'll hit them.
1: This week, we are brought to you by Attest. Attest is a consumer research platform that enables brands to make customer understanding a competitive advantage with continuous insights. By combining unparalleled speed and data quality with on-demand research guidance, the platform makes it simple and fast to uncover opportunities with consumer data and grow without guesswork. Hello and welcome to the shiny new object podcast. My name is Tom Olerton. I'm the founder of Automated Creative. And this is a weekly podcast where I get to interview a very clever person from the industry to tell us about their vision for the future of the industry. And this week is no different. I want to call with Soan Moa, who is Nordic Media and Digital Manager at Nestle. Soan, for anyone who doesn't know you, can you give the audience a bit of a background?
0: Yeah, man. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, I've worked uh, with sales and marketing and, and media and digital for for many years, um, I have uh, worked within uh, telecom and uh, and also uh, within the fitness industry, um, and always with a focus on uh, on business to consumer. That's what I find most most interesting. And um, yeah, it has been mostly with subscription companies, um, and then I've also uh, worked in startups which has also been really interesting uh, going from the more corporate businesses and, and big businesses uh, or big companies. Um, and, and now t- today I yeah, and, and I have had roles like uh, CMO and uh, marketing directors. Um, and today I work as a as you said uh, as a Nordic media and digital manager at Nestle Nordic. So first question
1: in that varied career different roles different verticals what's been your biggest mess up your face palm disaster that you were red faced and you were caught out uh, that you hated happening at the time but now you're glad it did
0: well ac- actually it uh I I worked in I had worked for in Telecom for for several years and uh, and I really liked working with subscription company and the subscription model and then I moved into the fitness industry because I I found it really interesting at that time. And um, I kind of challenged the CEO. I have only been there for two or three months and, and said, hey, we, all, we, are, we are constantly rewarding new members, but we're not doing anything for the existing members. And, and he could see the point. And um, so I, I just suggested that because in February, we had, had our uh, birthday. So I said, hey, why don't we you know offer all uh, the members of, of this fitness chain, I think we were at 100,000 100, members at that time uh, to come down and then they can choose uh, if, you know, they can get a towel or some, some pads for when they're training or a, a, a fitness bag. And he thought it was a good idea. Um, and we did it. And, uh, we just ran completely out of stock of of, of the the free gifts for, for the members, and we had we had done some different scenarios uh, of where it could go, but it, it went to totally bananas. So so everyone just got down to the to the fitness club and asked for a free free bag or free towel, and and these. Uh, uh, center managers they were like oh i'm really sorry but we're out of stock and some of the members got uh, a bit upset so i i think it was a really good learning that you, knew you you need to to do something for your existing members instead of always just rewarding new members but uh, but but also when you do that then really think of you know having uh, the gifts there and, and also that uh, yeah yeah you have to think about Everything uh, when you do a thing like that.
1: And so, what did you do differently the next time you tried that in another at the same place or a different role?
0: Well, it, it's not so much of the concrete. Um, you can say event is it's more like the learning that you really need to think about the existing members. If you, if you run a subscription business, I think, and, and how you can reward them. And also that they're actually up for that reward And they really, you know, if you offer them something, they would be happy to come down and, and, and ask about it. So if I should do it again, you know, I would probably hook up with a, audio book, <laughs> subscription service and, <laughs> and ask for a free voucher code. So a scalability of some sort. So, so it's not a physical thing where, where you have a, the obvious limitation. Uh, so, so that's, that's something that, that I've learned, you can say. Brilliant.
1: So moving on, what would be your top marketing tip? That you find yourself sharing, giving, uh, or thinking about most often.
0: Actually, uh, well, I've, of course I'm not of course, but I'm I'm very keen on performance marketing and personalization, as everyone else. Uh, but I actually think it's more of a of an approach that I've learned uh, most of, and that's actually uh, it's actually dating back to to the same fitness chain that I work for, uh, where my CEO. Uh, I had a talk with him at some point and he said that, you know, sir if, if we uh, if we went uh, deer hunting, then uh, I would get the most deers when we went, we, when we were going deer hunting. But you would get them, you would shoot them right in the heart <laughs> and I would probably hit them in the neck or in the stomach, but I'll hit them. And so, so I'll get the most, but you will get, you know, the finest shots. And it's just a, a, an anecdote that has stuck uh, stuck with me for for yeah ever since that story because you know we we're really doing a lot of stuff and we, we had a very effective marketing team at that point but still I I totally got the point you know that that you really need to move forward and not think about you know not analyze too much um, and I know that you know everyone is is also thinking about that at, at at some point. But it was just so clear that anecdote and so obvious. And it has, yeah, as I said, stuck with me ever since. Um, and I think it it really relates to when you work with marketing because you can Look, you can look for a lot of different insights and and pay, you know, and analytic companies to, to get even more reports and insights. But sometimes you have to, you know, when you have two or three insights and you also have some experience and gut feeling, then you have to move forward, you know.
1: Well, look, that's the, uh, the first deer hunting analogy we've had on the podcast. So oh, congrats. it is? <laughs> <laughs>
0: do I to, So do I get a prize?
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah uh, you, you come down to my gym and I'll give you some free gear. That's uh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> this episode of the Shiny New Object podcast is brought to you in partnership with ManFest. So moving on, we're going to discuss your shiny new object, which is subscription business models. So you've told us that you've worked in subscription business before, but why is subscription business models a shiny new object for you?
0: Well, I think it's, uh, yeah, as, as, as we just stated, uh, that yeah, I have worked for different subscription companies and I just... Uh, I don't know. I just can't leave the, the the subscription model because I think it's so interesting and so fascinating. Um, in the sense that it, it's it's kind of simple, I think, uh, because you 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 know you have a system for looking at how you actually get member on board. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also, you know, you, when you have the, your members or customers on board, you also think about how you can actually get them to, you know, be in your company as 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 long as possible. It, it being a club or insurance company or a dealer company, and, and then when they're leaving the company, uh, you you should also look at how you can give them a good offboarding as well. And also when they have left, and they will think about how you can win them back. And you also have a lot of different metrics. And I just think that uh, looking at the the, the the recent years, you have different authors. You have Chin Sun from Surora in, in the States and also previous Salesforce writing books about uh, subscription companies and why everyone should consider to enter into subscriptions. And we also have something, somebody here in the Nordics as well but i just think that we need to move even you know past that and think about the companies some companies it really doesn't make sense if they go into subscription but they can still you know copy a lot of the approaches of a subscription company so 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 my shining you up you can you can say is that i really really urge all companies to 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 play the game of thinking like a subscription company and consider themselves being a subscription subscription company, even though they're not a subscription company, because I, I think there's a lot to gain from from a from a more traditional business as well.
1: Right. Okay. So let's let's role play that. Right. So I am uh, I'm looking at some things on on my desk. Right. I am a I'm looking at a Bose Smart BX. Bose smart speaker, so portable company, uh, portable speaker. Bose is a client of ours, so that's why it's there. It's very good. So yeah, how would a business like Bose, a consumer hardware manufacturer, consumer electronics manufacturer, I should say, approach subscription?
0: And that's a really good question because then I will uh, actually divert the, the question over to Jabra because I just uh, bought some uh, Jabra in uh, headsets. And actually... You know, let's say I, I bought them and I got them today. Then it would be perfect if Jabra called me tomorrow and, and asked me, you know, oh, sir, we can see that you got these. So we just wanted to make sure that everything is all right. You know, have you, you, you know, properly installed them? Have you uh, configured them to, to your hearing, etc. cetera. And, and, uh, and, and also, of course, try to get some data on me and maybe, Even though even they they know how long they will probably last, or they have data showing, you know, okay, is Cern in the category of getting um, a bit tired of his headset one year from now? Then they should try to you know uh, contact me maybe ten months from now and ask me if everything is okay and maybe. If they hear anything about me saying that, ah, yeah, this is this is okay, but uh, uh, you know, they are kind of falling out at some point when I'm doing fitness. Oh well, we actually have an upgrade to that, uh, but and we can actually offer you ten percent off uh, if 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 you're interested in that. So, so, it's that kind of mechanism. We can just, if we go back to, to, to fitness, then we actually modeled on our uh, internal data and we found out okay, so how do we get Tom to stick in the fitness uh, club as long as possible? And then we could see some variables that, okay, if, if you work out together uh, with a friend, then you are actually then you are more likely to stay longer in the fitness chain, not 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 on a given Tuesday, but you know maybe eighteen months, twenty two months, and also if you uh, participate in events, if you if you uh, train like uh, two or, or three times a week, then it's the, the action, that's perfect because if you go like five times, six times, then you're likely to be. Uh, then it's harder to stay in, in into that rhythm. Uh, so you have all these different variables uh, and insights into you know what would be the most optimal uh, behavior. Uh, and I think that, that of course you can't do that for all businesses, um, but but at least for, for for some you you would be able to have some insights on on you know how the the, the consumer would actually stay loyal to your product. <laughs>
1: So can you give me an example of a brand that listeners may not think of as a subscription business, but you think do a great job of implementing subscription thinking?
0: Well, actually, I would say that uh, just just uh, earlier today when I was thinking about the podcast that we're doing now, I actually got a mail uh, from a... Uh, it's actually... A, an e-commerce that that is uh, selling paint uh, for you know if you need to paint your wall and i just uh, bought this 5 liter painting that i got i think 2 days ago and i got a mail today saying you know oh sir we just wanted to hear if if you uh, if you has started your project and just reach out if you have questions in regards to the technique, et cetera, because we're here to help. And we also have a guide here on the on the 10 uh, most asked questions. And also here there's a video on how you should actually do some sharp uh, lines as well. And I think that that's kind of you know the beginning of 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 a subscription journey, you can say, and that's not a co- company. Uh, it's not a subscription company and it's pretty hard to be a, a, a subscription company if you're selling paint, uh, but still they're thinking like a subscription company. And, and if I should think about, I'm, I'm not going to name it. Uh, maybe I could, but I'm not going to name a company, but I can name industries that should think of, of themselves as subscription, subscription companies, insurance companies, uh, pension funds, banks, Um uh, I mean, I've been with the same insurance companies for, for, for 15 years and they reached out to me, I think two or three times. And when they did that, they were actually trying to convince me to, to get uh, on board on their uh, insurance company. And I was like, are you kidding me? I've been a client there, or I've been a customer there for 15 years. Uh, and it's just a good uh, example of, of a company that you know doesn't know anything about their data. Um, yeah, sorry, go finish that point. No, no, I was just and, and and just you know reflecting about pension funds right now when we have inflation, war, and we just had Corona. Um, I think it would be quite relevant for a pension fund to reach out to me and 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 you know uh, with with some calming information about you know. Just calm down. Don't, don't, don't. You know, you shouldn't sell your stocks or <laughs> or your or your bonds at this moment. Just uh, it it. I mean, in the long run, it will still make sense to to stick to your uh, stocks. Mm-hmm. And so and and that would be the same for the bank as well. Uh, so there, there's so many uh, th- things that are, are, are companies that could benefit from this. And and of course, this is uh, this is the more traditional industries. And actually, when thinking about uh, companies that that are doing this, then it's actually most most startups or scale-ups, and 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 mostly e-commerces. Uh, but but it's probably you know just 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 like you, you have your own company, and you're thinking about that company 24 hours a day. And I think that you have to have the same approach as you know the the, the founders uh, of a startup of a scale-up because they're they are into the needy greedy thing of actually optimizing their company and they care about the company and i think some of that uh, lack in maybe some of the bigger companies
1: you gave me so much to think about and i would love to carry on talking about this but unfortunately we are at the end of the episode so if anyone in the audience wants to speak to you about subscription business models where would you like them to reach out to you, and specifically, what do you want to hear in that message?
0: Well, they they are they, are, they can just reach out to me on a LinkedIn. That's perfect. But what goes in the message? What, because I'm sure you'll get inundated with messages. But what what cuts through for you? Yeah, but if they want to uh, discuss uh, a subscription business model, or if they you know want to discuss whether they should go into subscription or what they can actually adopt from a subscription model, then I would be you know happy to discuss that. And that's what I that's what I you know beside my 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 job at uh, at Nestle. Then I you know read books about subscription and think about subscriptions all the time. So. I'm I'm more than happy to discuss it. It's kind of a a hobby or or passion, you can say.
1: Well, so thank you so much for your time.
0: Yeah, you're welcome.
1: Hi, just before you go... uh, if you'd like to speak on the podcast or be a guest, or you think I'm asking the wrong questions, anything, I'd be super interested to hear what you think. So please email me at tom at automatedcreative.net. That's T O M at, uh, I'm not going to bother spelling it. Anyway, you'll work it out. Thanks so much.